Hi, it's Robin McMahon here. I'm the host of Parenting Our Future. And if you're listening to this podcast, I want to thank you so much for being here. I also want you to know that I'm a former angry mom. I used to yell and rage and threaten and punish my kids because I wasn't getting the cooperation or the behavior that I felt I should be getting. And I struggled for many years, not knowing how to change or knowing what to do differently. It wasn't until I found the world of peaceful parenting that I learned why my kids acted the way they did and also why I was so angry and triggered. I was able to heal my anger and leave my triggers behind so that I could focus on being the calm and confident parent I always expected myself to be. I can tell you that feeling connected to your kids is the best feeling in the world. My two boys are teenagers now, and we have a strong relationship that is rooted in deep connection. And where there is connection, there's cooperation. Parenting is the most important job we do, but it's the hardest job we do. And we do it without understanding the fundamentals of the way our kids grow and develop. We do it without knowing the way their brains work or what their behavior is actually really telling us. So it's no wonder it's so hard. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, this is harder than I thought it would be. And that's where I come in. I can help you and I can support you so that you can have the cooperation and enjoy being a parent. You can book a free call with me on my website, parentingforconnection.com. And if you want to download my free guide, how to turn a no into cooperation, go to triggerfreeparents.com. I really hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Parenting Our Future. Oh, my goodness. You are going to love this episode and your kids are going to love that you love this episode because we're going to give them something to listen to that they will not only love, but they'll secretly learn stuff too. So just wait, just you wait. I have Jerry Colbert here with me today, and he is an Emmy-nominated creator of Brain Games, which is National Geographic's number one series. He's been honored with many awards from parents and industry organizations for creating some of the best educational entertainment in the world. This, this is no joke here, you guys. He also has a Netflix series, Brainchild, that made science fun for elementary school kids. And I've been watching it and it actually makes science fun for, for me. So for, for, for grown adults. Um, now he has been doing his work in a free space with podcasts. And he does his podcast three times a week. It's 15 minutes. It's called Who Smarted? I could not love it more. Welcome, Jerry. I'm so happy to talk to you. This is going to be so fun. Thank you. I, I Can you just follow me around introducing me to everybody I meet from now on? That was amazing. I want to meet me. <laughs> I love it so much. But what you do is so cool. It's so fun. And like, I can see you have a sense of humor, but you're also pretty smart. So, uh, you know, it really does help. To, like, let's be honest, we want to, if we're going to learn and we want to be curious and have lifelong curiosity, like we don't want learning to be boring and a total snooze fest. And you make things so easy to understand. And your podcast is great. It's got different voices, different characters. It's got like a little soundtrack as the, you know, uh, going on as well. Like it's so fun, like different sounds and, 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 and all sorts of different things. I love it. 
I got to add like the ooh and the, and the ahs <laughs> in mine. <laughs> I'm going to learn from you, Jerry. Yeah, it works. It works. <laughs> and I want to just point something out. Okay, so the, we're here to talk about the podcast, Who Smarted? But I just want to say one thing about Brainchild. If you go into Netflix and you're a Netflix subscriber, watch the very first episode at the very, very least. It explains social media and it's a really great way to have your kids see it and see the magic, if you will, or the lie of social media and how that how it all works, how we're all influenced by it. Um, it's really powerful. So I just want to add that little plug in about that show. So brainchild on Netflix. Now, Thank you. yeah, you're welcome. And you, you were just saying that it was in a New York times article. Yeah. Yeah. The New York times parenting section just did this really, uh, fantastic, uh, resource for parents about how the, all the research that that shows how bad Instagram and and TikTok and social media is for young girls and, and the body image specifically mm. and they called out the brainchild social media episode as a great resource for parents to watch with their children to help them understand why social media can be used for good or bad um, as, as a way to spark a conversation which is so, you know, look, we hear that from parents all the time, but to see the Times say that was gratifying because that's that was mm. very literally our intention with that episode mm. was to make a half hour about social media that could create a conversation between parents and children who are just starting to use social media or on it already to help them understand like why why bad behavior happens. And, mm. and you know, we have an experiment in there um, that mm. is all about online bullying, which is yeah. a problem for so many kids. And a lot of kids don't know how to talk about it or don't understand it when it's happening. So we created an experiment that, that in that episode shows how children can so easily become bullies when there's anonymity involved. Mm -hmm. And because the people in the experiment are also kids, kids watching it have an entry point that they might not normally have. And so that's been really yeah. impactful. Um, yeah, Absolutely. It's been, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been doing exactly what we want. So, which is creating those conversations. It's so great and so needed. So thank you for that. Thank yeah, you so much for that. So what made you start creating edutainment as we call it, as you call it? <laughs> someone called, someone called someone it edutainment called it once and it stuck. Um, so I, you know, I've always been interested in, in science and history and technology. And I've also always historically been a, a pretty bad student in terms of the way things are traditionally taught in school. Mm -hmm. You know, look, we all hear that. It's like, you know, someone says, hey, you want to read this book about, you know, some topic? And you're like, oh, that just feels like homework or that feels like school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I ended up working in the entertainment industry and I worked in reality television on, on shows like Queer Eye and like, in the Inked Tattoo Show for a while. And at some point I was like, why, why does school have to feel quote unquote, like school, right? Like, yeah. like just because you're learning something, is there a way to apply what we know about entertainment and narrative and fun to the process of learning so that learning can be fun. And that brain games was the first experiment that we did um, for, for national geographic channel in, in terms of really taking a topic neuroscience. I mean, can you think of something that sounds more like homework than neuroscience? Like who the heck wants to go home after a day at work and like watch a show about neuroscience? Yeah. Like, okay, well, you have to me, be real hardcore. Me, but... like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, 
but you are into that. Like you have to really be into it. Our thought was like, what about all the people who, if only that we could figure out a way to make neuroscience fun and interesting and feel like a game and like it relates to them. Now, all these people are like, who would never have sat down to watch a show about it are all of a sudden learning about the brain and learning about themselves and having conversations yeah. and discovering truths about themselves and other people that that make them just better at being who they are that was our <laughs> that's what we were trying to do and it was just wildly successful like the team did a great job national geographic did an amazing job making people aware of the show and you know so brain games was really our first like okay let's take everything we know about entertainment and what we want to do with, with education and put it all together and see if it works. And it works so well. And that, that just became our, our just driving mantra as, as creators at this company was, you know, just keep doing that. Keep making learning fun. Oh, I mean, like, what can I say? That is like music to my ears. That's so great. And okay. So I'm a little geek about the brain, but I, but I do talk about the brain a lot as it relates to parenting, to understand yes. why kids act the way they do, why we act the way they, that we do. And you're really saying the same thing. Like, let's just help us understand ourselves better. So that kind of stuff is really important. And not everybody wants to, to break out a, like a textbook and learn yeah. about it. Cause this is well, just like, like if you're having trouble sleeping, do that. Right. In, in preparation for this, I was, I was going through your podcast episodes and, you know, a lot, like in some ways your, your episodes almost reads like the parenting version of, of brain games, right? Because you're talking about emotions, you're talking about, you know, using surprise to, to help change up how people think, you know, so you're actually, you're, you're clearly also a neuroscience junkie. So you would have watched brain games, no matter how much fun it was, is, is what I'm getting. <laughs> but no, you're, 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 I love that you're approaching parenting and, and specifically and, and making, you know, the, the sort of cutting edge research and how the brain works and applying it to parenting so that parents mm -hmm. can be both better and, and sit better with themselves and also engage with their children better. That's so impactful. So hundred awesome. percent. Thank you for that. Yeah. Well, and it's neutral information. It's science, right? It's yeah. based in research and science. And so like, can't argue with it. It just is. No, you and... definitely can't argue with science. <laughs> oh, well, okay, but never mind. Okay. <laughs> That's a conversation for another time. <laughs> totally. But, but most people can't argue people. with science. <laughs> people can argue with science, but science is, is science is a good starting place as a stake in the ground for yeah. it, it's research. It's not an opinion. It's actual research that's been vetted. So we, that is, you know, in the same sense you're doing that, we always, we always research everything we're doing and make sure it's grounded in, in fact and not opinion. Yes. So. Okay. I like how you said it better. <laughs> that was much better. Okay. So then why the podcast? And by the way, like, come on a name, like who's smarted. That's the best name ever. So kudos Thanks. to you for that. I love Thanks. it. Like every kid is going to love it. Every parent's going to love it. I hope. Um, and so what, yeah, what made you start the podcast? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the funny story about the name first is that, um, so it's, it's not my, I'm not going to take credit for the name. My producing partner, Adam Davis, um, is the one who came up with that. And it was when we were starting to make brainchild for Netflix, we didn't have a name yet for brainchild. And he walked in one morning and he said, I have the name for the show. And he said, turn around and he wrote it on the whiteboard. And I turned around and I started laughing so hard. Like who's smarted, who's smarted. That's the perfect name. And we loved it. Netflix did not love it because they couldn't figure out how to translate it internationally because it's a pun. So they were like, what does this turn into in Germany or Spain? And we're like, I don't, I don't know. So, so, 
so then brain so brainchild became brainchild but who smarted has been this name that's been kicking around for you know five or six years and when we um when the pandemic happened and all the projects that we had slated mm. to shoot had to stop because you know you, you can't shoot tv shows if you can't leave your house so that that all came to a halt um but we really, you know, we had all the core competencies still of, you know, making edu- making learning fun. We had all mm-hmm. of our writers, our actors, everyone was, you know, sequestered, but we were all still in, in contact. And we'd been wanting to make a podcast for a while for kids. And we were like, man, if, if we've ever been handed the moment to, to do something great for parents and kids, this is it. Mm-hmm. And plus the fact that everyone was on screen so much, we're like, mm-hmm. okay, a podcast also can get kids off of screens for a little bit, but still, if it's educational, parents can feel good about it. Mm-hmm. It's a learning opportunity, but it's a break from the computer. And so that was literally it. We were just, you know, we started making it in our closets <laughs> and like yeah. with whatever microphones we had around and just asking friends for favors and just, you know, started the ball rolling. And for some insane reason that I cannot explain, we decided we should do it three times a week. and it's like three scripted episodes with like tons of actors and music and sound effects and um it was just like I guess you know at the time we didn't we weren't really doing anything else we're like all right this is a fun you know and it's it's actually we love we now love that cadence of it because kids expect it and it's become a part of their their lives whether it's bedtime or breakfast time Mm. or car rides so it's actually been great, but there, there was a, we did have a moment where we were like, okay, this is growing real. Like it's just started growing. The audience started growing. And we're like, we have to figure out how to do this in a way that we can sustain it because, um, you know, coming out of the pandemic, you just knew not sitting at home is <laughs> yeah, you know, all day. So, but it's been, it's been such a, uh, I mean, honestly, like more so than, you know, television, you get feedback, but it's, it's a little bit broader. Um, with a podcast, as you know, you get such direct feedback from your listeners. You know, mm. you really have uh, a relationship with your with your audience that you don't when you make a television show. And I I've been blown away personally by how much I love that, like being able mm. to talk to parents and kids and hearing what what they what's working for them or how it's impacted them or how it's gotten you know a kid who wasn't into science is now into science thanks to the podcast and just hearing how much people love it. And I mean, it's just been I don't know. It's, it's, it, it makes me so happy. <laughs> like, I know I it's, that. it's so fulfilling and it feels yeah. so good. And I mean, I don't want to brag, but both you and I, both our podcasts are in the top half percent of all podcasts around the world. So like yeah. we're both doing something that people like, and that feels yeah. really good, doesn't it? It does. I, it's so funny. Cause I, I said before the show, I hadn't looked at that ranking in months and it's so much higher. And I was like, wow, cool. Yeah. Not yeah. that that means, I mean, it's nice. It's a nice reflection that people love, love the show. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, look, you're, you're doing, you know, you're doing the same thing where you found a topic that's really important to you and you have found endless ways to, to investigate it and, and research it and provide, look, I think at the end of the day, what you're, what you're doing, what we're doing is we are providing impactful resources for people in a mm-hmm. fun way. Right. Yeah. yeah. No one's listening to your show and like, falling asleep like you're fun you know you're making it fun and so you know and your your guests are fun so yes yes and, and, you're, and you're addressing topics that are helping people improve their lives yeah. so why wouldn't you be in the top five you know like well 
Yeah. I mean, I, I like to think so. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I only pick guests who have something important to say and something that I don't know about, or, you know, so yeah, it is, it is super exciting. And so you also want the podcast to help parents, right? Yeah. And, oh, by the way, it's 15 minutes. So mm -hmm. that means it's perfect for bedtime to listen together with your child. And it's fun to listen to parents. Mm -hmm. you, you're not going to hate listening to it. You're going to love it. It's so good. And it's perfect for the car ride, right? To your sport, your whatever you're, you're going to. So like, I love it because it also provides, and I know I just asked you a question and then I started talking, um, but I just want to say that like, it's so fun to be able to talk about this stuff with kids, you know, yeah. like kids, when they learn something, they want to talk about it and they want to talk to you about it. And so as parents, if we can really listen to them, listen to their ideas, their thoughts, their opinions, that's really powerful. It makes them feel so good about themselves, makes them feel heard and valued. So I just love that. So anyway, sorry. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was a, that's, that's always been important to us in all of these educational projects we create is that they're, they're entertaining for families. So, you know, look, there's, there's great podcasts out there for children that no parent wants to be in the room while they're playing, you know, there's, and there's TV shows like that too, that it's like, all right, this is your thing. Um, there's a handful of, there's a handful of what I would call like crossover projects. And we're one of those. And, and everything we do is like that, where it's like, we want parents to have fun listening to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because that means it's more likely that you're going to listen in the car or you're going to listen, like you said, with your child and have a conversation afterwards. And, you know, then you're making, you're having bonding moments, you're making memories together, you're learning with them. We actually have, like, we realized early on that, like, a lot of parents might not have the time to listen to the episodes with their kids, but the kids are going to come with questions. So we do a, we do a newsletter that comes out with every podcast that's also awesome. free that awesome. tells you, the parent, you know, it's who we, you sign up for it at whosmarted.com and you get this newsletter every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And it says, here's what we're teaching your kids today. So, if you want to just read that and your kid comes to you, you at least, you at least have a little bit primer or, you know, you can share that information with the kid. We always include in those newsletters, additional activities you can do at home, whether it's cooking something that relates to the episode or a history lesson or how to do something outdoors that relates to the episode topic. So, um, but yeah, that was our like sneaky, like, okay, mom and dad, like you might not listen to the episode, but they have, they're going to have questions. So here's what we're teaching them. That's awesome. I just love that. That's so cool. And thank you for the help because we need the help. You're welcome. We, we are know. very tired. We are exhausted. Yes. We are doing all the things. Yeah. And, you know, when we were in the pandemic, oh my goodness, like we were hit really hard. We were hit really hard, mm -hmm. you know, along with healthcare professionals, along with teachers, parents were hit really tough, really yeah. hard. It's been really tough. So, um, so tell me like, what do you hear? You, you just said you love getting feedback from parents and kids. What do you hear them say to you about the show? Like, do they give you ideas? Do they oh, want to be a yes. part of the show? Like what, what is that like yeah. for you? Yes. We have, we have kids all the time. I mean, we, we, we get it mostly on the Apple podcast reviews where they're like, we love the show. We love you. We love you. Trusty narrator can you do an episode on X? Right. A lot of times they're asking, cause we we've done 250 episodes now. Oh my god! So a lot of times they're asking for an episode we've already done. So sometimes we'll read the review and we'll go, listen, go back episode, you know, 52 was on cats. So relax, <laughs> yeah. you know? like, but we get tons of ideas from the kids and, um, and parents as well. 
Um, we hear feedback, you know, ranging from the general, like we love the show. Um, we love it. It's our favorite podcast. Um, we get a lot of, a lot of kids telling us that uh, it's used as a treat for them at bedtime, that they mm. fall asleep listening to it. You know, it's the last, that, that, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, we specifically have heard from quite a few, like a lot of parents who said that they have uh, young daughters uh, and who were not into science or who were struggling uh. with it, that this became a fun entry point where they're like, oh, this could be fun. And now they're, now they're interested. Uh, we've heard from all tons of homeschool families that use, that use these episodes um, as jumping off points for a lesson. Um, so it's like, it gives mom and dad like a little bit of a, a break from having to sit yes. there and have fun listening. So if it's an episode, if they're learning about gravity, they play the gravity episode. You know, if they're learning about outer space, they play the Jupiter episode and it's just a fun mm. way to jump into the topic. Um, and the other one we started hearing from is like, we've heard from a lot of special needs parents saying that, um, this podcast is a, is a way that their kids are able to engage with topics that they weren't able to. Uh, because no. it makes it fun and engaging. So, you know, the all, any and all of these to us are just like, I mean, it's, it's makes us so happy to hear all of this. So that's so great. Yeah. And, and look, you've got really cool episodes, like do things disappear in the Bermuda triangle <laughs> because of dot, dot, dot earth farts. Well, stay <laughs> tuned, tune in to find out why are pretzels pretzel shaped. I mean, I never thought of that before. I don't yeah. know. Um, and like, let me just pull up another one here. What makes you allergic to certain things? I don't yep. know. Oh, how do owls use their poop to catch their dinner? Gross me out, but yes. Yep. Okay. Maybe I'm interested. Yeah. You know, I have often also wondered how eyes work. I have, and you have an episode about that. Like, yeah. how do they work? Really, yeah. truly, how do these create all that I see? It's, yeah. it's it, yeah. And that's a question kids have. I remember yeah. having that question as a child, right? Like, how am I seeing this? And right. I don't understand how light makes colors. And I, anyway, I, I don't even know how to ask the question anymore. Um, is your tongue your most important body part? Hmm. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> probably, we should probably listen to that episode and find I out. <laughs> oh, and how do cucumbers become pickles? Okay. Oh my gosh. That episode is hilarious. So yeah. So every episode we is, is scripted and it's set in a different way. We have recurring characters. That one is, is basically a riff on back to the future. So the episode starts with the narrator talking to a, a, a cucumber and a pickle comes rushing in and goes, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm you in the future. I'm you in the future. Oh and God, tries to convince funny. the cucumber not to like go along with what we're asking him to do. And they, of course it's a talking cucumber and a talking pickle. And, awesome. uh, you know, awesome. we've got like all, we've got the DeLorean and the whole thing. So it's, you know, it's fun, which is fun for parents. Kids might not get that reference, but they're loving that there's a cucumber and a pickle talking and parents are like, oh, this is hilarious. This is like back to the future. Oh, so, I love it. That is yeah. so good. That's so good. So look, I, I can see this animated in my head. You know, you're talking mm -hmm. about a talking pickle, a talking cucumber, all this kind of stuff. Is there like, do you have plans to do anything like that with yes. who's smarted or like, where is this going? Cause I mean, it's, it's already incredible as it is. It yeah. has huge value as it is, yeah. but are there plans to do a show or anything different? With yeah, I mean, it's funny. We we will probably do an animated version of it at some point. The the big thing we're focused on right now is we were we're getting a lot of requests from parents and teachers to do. Could they're like, can you do what you're doing on the podcast, 
but do a deeper dive on certain topics that are like oh. really core STEM topics like space, um, you know, um, the, the oceans, the mm. human brain. And so mm. we came up with, um, we, we started doing these live action, we call them camps. Some, some parents have said they feel like it's masterclass for kids, but they're hour long, audiovisual, fully scripted, acted, special effects adventures. So the first one we did was space camp and the kids go to Mars for an hour, uh, the other, another one takes them to, throughout the solar system, all over the solar system, the sun and to the edge of the solar system. And then the, the third one is all about the night sky and they learn how to uh, use constellations to navigate. They learn how to uh, make a sundial. So we've started, yeah. do, we started doing this in the fall. We're, we're about to relaunch Space Camp. Uh, we did, a, it was like done as a live event, but now we're relaunching it as on demand. So parents, teachers can buy it. And, you know, kids can watch it over and over. There's interactive stuff they do. And then we're awesome. about to launch um, Oceans Camp, or sorry, Sea Camp, we're calling it, which oh, is uh, three episodes, you know, three hour long audiovisual adventures all about the sea. So that is our big new program that we're building right now are these just super fun live action, you know, like it's like the greatest kids TV show you've ever seen because it has fun and activities and there's worksheets and the kids get to build stuff and there's follow-up activities. So that's what we're doing. Oh, that is so cool. That is so, oh, I love it so much. And then, and then you're going to have like, uh, like I live in Vancouver and British Columbia. And, and anytime you see sort of the, the city of Vancouver, you see science world. It's that big round yeah, ball. Yeah. I can see like yeah. interactive exhibits, yep. but anyway, you didn't ask for my opinion. So that's Listen, okay. I'll see you in Vancouver. Let's do it. Let's make, <laughs> let's make an exhibit. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, my husband and I were just walking around there on the weekend. So, uh, yeah, it's totally top I of mind. I love science museums. I love yeah, them. Oh, they're just the best. They're just the best. Now you have something really cool for, uh, for the audience, which is just for us, just for the parent toolbox, which is, uh, just a one pager on making learning fun. So you talk about incentivizing, finishing, mm-hmm. try de-schooling, um, utilize audio entertainment, cook to learn, sculpt, try, uh, dance, make a game of it. And here's the thing that I love about what you're doing. And, and that is, you know, sometimes parents forget that a way to teach your kids or a way to change behavior or address behavior is actually to have fun and be silly. Like it's okay. Sometimes when they refuse to listen or they refuse to do something to say, oh yeah, like I'm going to tickle it out of you, or I'm going to do this, right? Like it's okay to lighten up a little bit. And what you've given us, I just named a couple of the many that you have is, all about fun. And when we're laughing and we follow the laughter and the giggles of our kids, it builds connection, you know, it builds trust and it also just builds the love connection and bond that we have. And I just love that. So I just want to say thank you for that. These are all great ideas. Thanks. Yeah, no, we, we, like I said, everything for us is about making learning fun, but it's easy to say that it's also hard to think of how to do that in the moment sometimes, especially if you're right. a parent and you're dealing with, you have a job and you have kids and you've got a house to take care of and mm-hmm. a husband, whatever, wife, you know, whatever you're doing. It's yeah. like trying to find that, that answer, like, how do I make this moment fun? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like almost too much homework sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. where and it's, and so we're just trying to give, you know, uh, a sort of a, a, a like a buffet of like here's a bunch of different ways that you can make learning fun for your kids and you know if you can remember one of those in the moment or you make one part of your ritual great that's that's 
you know, because it is true, like we separate fun and learning. So it's like, hey, we're yeah. going to go dance. Or we're going to go make something, make some art. or We're going to go cook. And then we're going to go do our homework in this very mm. traditional way. And it's like, what if we start thinking about like, hey, when you cook, what if instead of just making meatloaf, you're actually thinking about like, well, who invented meatloaf, right? Mm. Like, what's the history of that? Who thought of like, let's put a bunch of stuff in a pan <laughs> and also <Yeah>. like, <laughs> how does that work? Like, how does the, how does the heat turn the, the meat into something you can eat? Oh, there's a science lesson. There's a history lesson. Yeah. And these are like quick little things you can do that you can take something you were going to do anyways, that was like a fun thing you're going to do with your kid and turn it into a way to learn. Yeah. Um, and I think when you start to when you start to just do one of those kind of things, your eyes start to open to all of these other ways you can just have fun and yeah. have and combine fun with, with learning. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we're hoping like, we're not saying we're not like, here's 10 things you need to do. It's like, here's 10 things you could do. You could, I you love that. Like, you know, if you feel like trying one. And often when you do one thing, it starts to open the door to, to others. So, yeah. Yeah. And like, let's, let's have fun in our parenting, yeah. right. You know, there's yeah. lots of different ways to do it. So I really love that. I really appreciate that. I love your insight. And so listen to who smarted, you can go and find it on any podcast platform, right? Yeah. Um, just, just confirming that. Um, and then go to whosmarted.com. And again, you can get the newsletter. Um, you've got, have you, you've got merch on there too, don't you? We do. We have Ooh. awesome merch. We got t-shirts, we got hoodies, we have candles in case someone smarts in your family. So oh, we that's have awesome. candles. Mm-hmm. What, oh, and they no smell like what I, no, no. no, they smell nice. That's a joke. <laughs> we do have that. It's a joke product, but no, but, <laughs> we, do. but we, <laughs> No, it smells I don't know. nice. It smells like, you know, it's like a pine scent or something. We have, uh, no, we've got hoodies, t-shirts, hats. Uh, we've got blankets, tote. People seem to love our tote bags. Um, we have little awesome. pet bandanas that you, you know, little bandanas you can put on your dog. So that's yeah. adorable. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it. We have a great logo. It's a lot of fun. So yeah. And, and let's be honest, right. Those are the products that keep the show going. Right. Yeah. And you know, that's how we want to support you. So, um, you know, I, I just encourage people to, to look at stuff like that because it does help. Right. Uh, and, and we want to keep people like you doing the work that you're doing because it does help our kids. It does help us. I, uh, you know, talk about the fact that I have a son who is neurodiverse and doesn't like learning, has ADHD, learning disabilities. And boy, if, if every teacher could attack the subject that he, you know, the subjects that he takes and high school like this or elementary school for that matter. I mean, it would have made a big difference in him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. we're not there yet, you know, but hopefully things will, will start to change and shift uh, yeah. so that we can address things like this in a, in a more fun way. So um, thank you. Thank you for all that you're doing. And um, you know, you have made a fan out of who's smarted with me also um, uh, brainchild on Netflix. And I'm going to share it with everybody who will listen to me. <laughs> Go and- <laughs> Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. This is great fun. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. 
until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and connection.